So thank you all very much for coming. I'm Sam. I'm the Daily Pennsylvania's podcast editor. Um, so it's been super fun to work with Andreas and Prakash um, on this incredible project, which is Bottoms on Top. Um, thank you all for coming out to support uh, queer stories, student journalism, and most importantly, Andreas and Prakash, your hosts. Welcome to Bottoms on Top. I'm Prakash. And I'm Andreas. And we're happy to have you. Welcome, everyone, to our first live show in the history of Bottoms on Top. Woo! Woo! Me, literally, like, I'm used to not looking at a face. <laughs> kind of crazy when it's not just Nick Seymour in the back of the Wexler studio laughing at what we're saying behind a glass screen. <laughs> or but silently judging our mistakes, <laughs> yes. But thank you all so much for coming today. It means so much, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. Mwah. So there's been something that's been on my mind, and I thought we would start strong. Let's go. Have y'all seen on Twitter this James Charles video that's been circulating? <laughs> the house? <laughs> the house. <laughs> I thought house. we'd start with a little discussion on James Charles' sudden reign over gay bonics in general. <laughs> like... We have some questions. So let's explain what happened first. So for those who haven't seen the video, James Charles, who is beauty guru, Instagram star, uh, recently featured in Iggy Azalea's new video, Sally Walker. Um, James Charles made this video explaining <laughs> gay slang to his followers, who are mostly like 13-year-old girls. And he said that tea is tea the house. And that's inaccurate. <laughs> tea the house down was what he described tea to be. And that video just went everywhere and the gays were like no <laughs> i just remember like i didn't see the original video all i saw were people retweeting the same tweet that was literally like i'm sorry to the lgbt community at this video and so i've had a lot of feelings about this i don't know i'm just like the idea that the house is just something that we as a community are supposed to be using i never signed on for this one I never signed on for it. I just want to give props to whoever on Twitter made that meme. Azalea Banks uh, has a song <laughs> called Fierce. Um, and <laughs> so she samples someone talking about the house and people are like, James Charles' impact is so big. <laughs> <laughs> it, it transcends time and space. <laughs> like Azalea Banks' first EP just <laughs> James Charles. That's it. But okay, I think that James Charles doing this is funny and dumb because obviously he's like someone very young and queer but I think that's like the larger it opens up a larger scope for a lot of queer people using language that we don't really know where it comes from mm. and we're trying to be hip and we're not we're not cool at all we just don't know what we're talking about yeah yeah I mean we're probably definitely we're, we're definitely complicit in this process and I feel like generally like thinking about gay slang is pretty important and James Charles has really brought that into light for us this week so weirdly thank you I guess <laughs> to James Charles and the house kisses to James Charles <laughs> so that was my sound off I just like had this on the front of my mind like I don't know if you did but I was like I want to talk about this with y'all I've had another debate in my mind, Prakash. Oh, for the enlighten past, us. Some may say for life, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a struggle, was, a lifelong struggle. I was debating my identity as a bottom the other day. <gasps> and I was, <laughs> and I know this is like filming my coming out video right now, <laughs> all over again. It's like I'm in high school. We like. literally put this on Instagram live for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I was debating that identity and I was like, what if I topped more? but and i started thinking what are some of the pros and cons of being like bottom or top um first of all bottoming is powerful i just want to say i'm gonna give myself a round of applause yes yes (laughs) yes. bottoming is power game over but the argument for topping kind of hard to wrap my head around i don't know (laughs) i'm like losing my personality for what (laughs) <laughs> what are some of your thoughts, Prakash? Bottoming be topping. I'm at a loss. I, I so like I've also been recently thinking about this question because I'm a very public pro bottom figure being on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, we need to have this conversation. Like, what does it mean to be a bottom on top? Are we saying that we're bridging the intersection between bottoms and tops? Are we saying that bottoms completely supersede tops in the hierarchy of the gays? Like, what does it mean <laughs> to be a bottom on top? And, you know, for me, I've kind of come to the conclusion that culturally speaking, Bottom culture speaks to me in a way that I I, I just don't even know that top culture exists. Can I get personally? An amen? <laughs> like, <laughs> does anyone know what top culture is? Help <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> Period. And so, like, for me, when I like log into Twitter, being even like a fairly new Twitter user, like I'm like I see some visibility for what it means to be in the bottom culture, but I've never been exposed to what it means to be in the top culture. And I'm like, is this America's new divide? Like, am I just in my polarized little echo chamber? Like, (laughs) is there a Breitbart for tops? Like, I just, (laughs) these are questions that I don't know how to grapple with. And that's that. (laughs) Literally, I think like culturally bottom, aspirationally verse. And I think that's where I'm at on it. It's just an identity crisis. You mean, like, this is something, like, I would like to see that. Like, I would like to be able to know, like, if I could be a top in another universe in practicality. My alternate in us is just, like, a top haunting me. (laughs) Comes and meets me, like, you're topping tonight. And I'm like... And I said, if if Lupita Nyong'o did that, another Oscar, period. Like... (laughs) Yeah, so um, I just want to give you all a preview of what's going to happen today. Yes, um, yes. Around us are a ton of prizes that we have. Prakash and I will be doing some like gay pop culture trivia questions, and that'll give you a chance to win some of the lovely branded prizes we have here. There's some Carly Rae Jepsen stuff. There's Charlie XCX. It's beautiful. There's Lady Gaga. Um, there's also some other prizes that Nick will help us hand out on his segment um, over under. And that's really easy to win because you just have to sound off on anything. So when we talk about when we talk with Nick, think about your opinions on these very very hot topics. So if y'all got an opinion, this is the time. This is this it. This is the space. Do you want to start our first game, Prakash? Yeah, let's do it. So our first game is actually sponsored by. It's we have a sponsor, guys. Yeah, we're kind of important. <laughs> um, 
Our first game is actually sponsored by a good friend of the podcast and host of Gay Trivia Night called Quiz Hose at Kung Fu Necktie. His name is Kevin. And Kevin has donated some beautiful prizes to us. Um, so, yeah. The They're beautiful. And Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these prizes are things that Kevin gives out at his Quizos event. So, it's at Kung Fu Necktie. The next one is on April 22nd. So, we will be in attendance. If y'all don't win tonight, today, you can win on the 22nd. So, these are all just pop diva related questions. The first prize is this tapestry that I have lovingly cradled in my arms. Um, it is a Carly Rae Jepsen tapestry, so in that spirit. So we'll ask a question with some background, we'll ask it twice, then raise your hand if you know the answer, and someone will come around with a mic, and you can, we'll see if you're right. As for Carly Rae Jepsen, sure, she may be best known by the masses for her first single, Call Me Maybe, but Carly Rae's subsequent project, Emotion, provided the gays with 15 tracks of pure, perfected pop music. On the title track, Emotion, Carly Rae tells her ex to drink blank for her babe and let him hit, let, <laughs> let it hit him cold and hot. Do we need another read of the question? No. <laughs> Miss Jean? The drink is tequila. <gasps> Yes, Carly Rae Jepsen tells her ex to drink tequila for me, babe. Let it hit you cold and hot. <laughs> Beautiful, Jean. Sorry if that was a deep cut for y'all. Do y'all do y'all know Char Carly Rae? Of course. Do, do we have any stands? Do we house? have any stands? Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm in the camp that emotion side B is better than emotion, and that's that. <laughs> Let's go next. Yeah, so this next one is for our Charlie Tapestry. So. Yes, it's... <laughs> Charlie XCX <coughs> Charlie has always been that bitch. From subtweeting her own boobs on Twitter to breaking us with queer bops. Recently, her single Focus got a bit of a touch-up from this up-and-coming Korean DJ. Name that gal. Ooh, for Costa's competition. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose. Me, like, how does Kevin do this? Um, <laughs> I want to flip a coin. I don't want to <laughs> choose. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give this one to Ms. Joyner. Yeji. Yeji is the answer. Yeji is the correct answer. Our next prize is this beautiful, beautiful butch sweater. Um, <laughs> oh, it is? It's Gaga? Sorry. Our next prize is this wonderful Lady Gaga hat. Trendy, millennial pink, and also standing. An Aries queen. <laughs> so, question is, singing, ja singing, singing jazzy tunes with Tony Bennett, bleeding on stage at the VMA Awards, and securing not one, but two collabs with Beyonce, Lady Gaga's artistic range seems to know no bounds. What biblical character was the center theme for a 2011 Lady Gaga single? <laughs> <laughs> Parent? Oh. Microphone. 
Is it Judas? Yes. <laughs> that is a match. <laughs> are these questions too easy? Because I was, there are some deep cuts coming up. I have a deep cut right now. Oh, yeah? This is, it's not oh, like, this is a deep cut. it's not like that deep for me, but I think it might be deep for everyone else. I'm just, <laughs> it's just one of my favorite albums. <clears throat> From her days as lead singer in punk in rock, from her days as lead singer in rock pop band No Doubt to appropriating Japanese Harajuku style in her music and fragrance line, Gwen Stefani has truly crossed every line possible, but somehow still holds a special place in our heart. On which album did the song Harajuku Girls appear on? It seems like Daniel has the answer. Oh, please put in the mic. <laughs> is it Sweet Escape? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. <laughs> Anyone but Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> is it Love Angel Music Baby? Yes. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> um, does anyone know the punctuation for those in that album? Period. <laughs> That album really slaps, guys. It's the, oh, so I have a, so my car that's now dead, her name is Tina. Um, I like, the, the radio stopped working and the only thing that worked was the CD player, but it got stuck and the only CD in there was Love Angel Music, baby. So I listened to that album for like a year just on repeat whenever I was in my car. So <laughs> very, very special to me. Next question me still thinking about how you're a bottom who can drive. <laughs> the status of my car says not very well. <laughs> okay, this is for one of our All My Friends Are Queer t-shirts. Um, all of her friends are queer. Cupcake has made some waves in the LGBT community for her sex-positive rap and colorful lyrics. She has multiple terms for dick beyond the mundane. Can you name one of her penile pet names? Yeah, Miri? Uh, Squidward's nose. Period. <laughs> Wait, speaking of which, I'm going to do a plug for a Twitter account I found this morning. <laughs> Please tell everyone about this account. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is kind of crazy. So I was like, I was scrolling, and I find this account that's called uh, SpongeBob Caps. I don't know if any of y'all have seen this. Like, I don't know if I'm just, like, unaware. But it's literally this account that, like, has something, like, basically scraping Nickelodeon. And every minute will post, like, a screen capture from the current episode of SpongeBob <laughs> playing on Nickelodeon. And it is vile. <laughs> like, it is so surprising to me, like, how SpongeBob's aesthetics are just utterly inappropriate. They're so incriminating. Yes. Every yes. situation SpongeBob is in is just so horrible, horrible. when you take it out of animation. But I, yeah. I recommend checking out some of the Squidward related screen caps when you have time. <laughs> Squidward, and I said his dick's smaller than my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I rather fuck Squidward nose. <laughs> Okay, this is for the other All My Friends Are Queer tees. Uh, Lizzo was just named an ally to the queer community by Pride Magazine, and we could not agree more. 
This queen does her calisthenics and finds time to sing like an R&B legend in between. Her first EP is a fine piece of work and pays tribute to this cosmetic item that her mama used to put in her hair. RDL. Coconut oil, nothing left to say, period. <laughs> there you go. So that's it for the prizes donated by Kevin, but we do have two extra questions that we have some bigger questions, some bigger prizes that we snagged from five below. So, so <laughs> let's just do, do them. Should we do this one for the peach pillow? Yes. So... We have one. We have one question auctioning off this peach pillow. Yes, gays who travel. Let's go. <laughs> Beyonce's self-titled album, released after the birth of her first child, Blue, represents a coming of age for the now mother of three. While Beyonce may sip on Quervo in formation in the hits, in while Beyonce may sip on Quervo in formation in the hit single Drunken Love, Beyonce doesn't mention any liquor. Instead, she screams to the audience that she's been drinking this summery fruit. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Miss Fiora. <laughs> Watermelon. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And as is appropriate, you'll receive a peach emoji. <laughs> a peach emoji pillow. <laughs> okay, that's like, Beyonce was really nasty on that album. I just have to admit, like, I listened back to it, and I'm like, this got radio time. Like, this is great. I still Ooh. think about, like, the the Skittles that were popped by Blow. <laughs> the <laughs> Skittles, the, the surfboard, all that. Okay, game over. And one last question. Yes, let's do... Mm, that we can do. Okay, this is a Gudetama or... Yes, it's a Gudetama poster. Or maybe some, like, glitter or something. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yes, so Ariana Grande is known for many things. From a ponytail that she wanted, so she bought, to a seemingly, pers seemingly persistent need for glasses while on live television. Perhaps even more so, there ain't no budget when she's on the set. Her Thank You Next video has a production value of a movie. As a matter of fact, four movies. Name the movies in this iconic video. Navia. Okay, uh, let me think. Mean Girls, Bring It On. Um, okay, what else is in there? Um, oh, 13 Going On 30 and Legally Blonde. Yes, uh, beautiful. Would you like the Gudetama poster? Uh, what is that? It's <laughs> Would you prefer two packets of body glitter? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we also have gag unicorn poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, I'll take the poster and give it to whoever wants okay. it. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> And that concludes our Quizzo game. Thank you all for participating. So I have something on my mind right now, Prakash. Tell me. So I've been thinking a lot about how Bottoms on Top is kind of like crazy. I was listening to the other, other queer podcasts, like Food for Thought. I don't know if mm -hmm. any of you have listened to it before. And I think it's just kind of crazy that people want to listen to, like, this faggotry every <laughs> week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is, like, a thank you to the listeners for 
doing that. Thank you. Give yourself a round yes, of applause. Please, please. Maybe you can throw some applause for me in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always feel like when podcast people are like, oh, you should like tap yourself on the back. It's secretly them being like, I brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> we know who the value creator is. <laughs> and that's that. So th- talking about Ariana Grande before it had me thinking, has anyone tried her? Have you tried her new... Um, her drink at Starbucks, the cloud foam macchiato. No. <laughs> okay, wait. It, uh, It's not vegan. It's, it's not, not vegan. There's eggs in the foam, and Starbucks didn't have that notice up when it first came out, and people did not know that. But I didn't, I didn't mind. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's a little homophobic that you can't make it with alternative milks either. So I went, <laughs> and I was like, can I get this with soy milk? And the guy was just like, oh, it doesn't really like work like that. <laughs> he was like, you know, 2% milk is like the only one that foams that way. And I'm like, when the fuck did 2% milk become pretentious? <laughs> I'm so upset about this. I said, Ariana Grande gentrified my milk. <laughs> Literally, gentrified cow tits. I'm <laughs> done. Um, but I tried it and my stomach did hurt after because I'm hashtag lactose intolerant gang. <laughs> lactose intolerant with IBS Aries. That's, those are my identities. <laughs> I tried it. And it was really good. It was worth it. I don't know if it's any different than a caramel macchiato, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Have you tried it? Pat? No, and I honestly don't intend to, to be quite honest. Okay, there is the, there's a crazy picture of Ariana Grande in a Starbucks like outfit, though, like promoting it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like cosplaying as like the 99% and being like, <laughs> I can work min-wage too, y'all. Like <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we're going to invite... Miss Nick Joyner up for our favorite game, Over Under. Give a round of applause for Nick. Hello, everyone. Hello, Nick. Taping before. This is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Nick. So, for those who may not remember, Nick comes on for Nick's Silly Faggot Corner. And in the Silly Faggot <laughs> Corner, <laughs> Nick's Silly Redacted Corner. <laughs> <laughs> In Nick's corner, we always play a game. Sometimes <laughs> it's called Do We Claim Her? Sometimes it's called Over Under. And today, I think we're doing Over Under? We are, yeah. This is the l- least imaginative one. It's literally just a direct lift from Pitchfork. But we're not going to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. <laughs> so the way it works is Nick will say something, a thing, a concept, a person. And Prakash and I will sound off saying, over. is it overrated or underrated? Explain why. And... That'll give you all some time to think, and you can sound off. And just for sounding off, telling us your dumb opinions, you get prizes. <laughs> which is more than we get for putting our dumb opinions True. on the <laughs> <laughs> So please, don't be shy. Okay, with that, we'll begin. Um, our first concept is Grimes, parentheses, at present. <laughs> at present. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's mm. talk about that. <laughs> So I personally, d- j- just so so overrated. Pure, like there's there's nothing else to say. I, I like remember like Venus Fly like really sending me and like beautiful previous work. Just like I was like I I could I could do a lot for this. I could do a lot for Grimes. Like, but I can't do this. Like I can't do Elon. I can't do anything that has come after Elon. Like the post Elon era has has fucked it up. Okay, like definitely. 
overrated. However, I think we should give Grimes another chance. And I think her new album her, about the Anthropocene. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm just excited to see what happens. You know, we didn't expect Venus Fly, so maybe we won't expect like something great to come from this, or maybe we'll get exactly what we expect, which is nothing. <laughs> All I'm saying is when Willow dropped Ardipopithecus, I was like, this is the only album about the Anthropocene that I'll ever listen to. <laughs> so, Random song. And I can't even <laughs> say that shit. <laughs> Do y'all have any thoughts about Grimes at present? Can we get a mic to Adiel? Oh, thank you. So at the moment, like, thinking about Grimes as coming out with a new album. We're gonna like include that in this because featuring Luna and Rico Nasty, we said underrated. Mm. Pussies grab back, that's all I'll say. <laughs> Do y'all know about Luna? Luna is this K-pop group and basically, <gasps> Luna is not over, okay, Luna's concept was like they debuted each member of like, what are they, like 13? like once every month. So for a year, they've been in the like pre-debut stage. They are so talented. We call that marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Love this late stage capitalism. <laughs> and Rico Nasty, smack a bitch. Over. Yes. Any more thoughts on Grimes out there? We can move on to a very targeted attack. Um, <laughs> the next concept is a single dangly earring. <laughs> Single, single, right I feel ear queer. So peen right now. <laughs> Did we sign up for this? Yes. <laughs> well, I think that they're underrated. <laughs> I, I love single dangly earrings. And okay, the great thing about them is you can actually have half earring sets and still look great with this new dangly earring trend. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always losing earrings, so I don't have the second earring to this actually. So this is the <laughs> only way I can wear it. So single dangly earrings save money, they're cute, and they add personality to you. <laughs> yes, my single dangly earring is a personality. <laughs> That's it. Who doesn't love a dangle? A dangle. Me like leaving my apartment and forgetting my single dangly ear cuff. Um, a mistake. <laughs> like I'm not me without it. I also feel like single dangly ear cuffs in my case particularly highlight my extremely versatile range of motion. Um, so if you notice, like when I move, I get a little bit of a, of, of a flare and I just think that's some faggotry we all need. Mm. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Any dangling Any y'all think? Oh. Come after me. <laughs> I know there's some single dangly earring hater haters out there. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Next up, we have a widespread targeted attack. <laughs> this is queer crisis haircuts slash queer crisis dye jobs. <laughs> and I can see attacked. many people in the audience who have partaken in this. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Blonde freshman year me is like, hey. <laughs> also, bald me last semester is like, <laughs> what's good? Me like, I'm egg. <laughs> overrated. Yeah, I, 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 feel, I feel they're overrated, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing them. Overrated. Over, overrated. Fiora has some, some thoughts, thoughts, perhaps? Yes. And then Jean right after. 
As someone who has dyed her hair bright red and cut her bangs at least three times in the past year, <laughs> I have to say that the like queer haircut yes. crisis is totally underrated. Never underestimate the emotional effects of a transformative like change to your physical appearance because like you can't always afford therapy okay <laughs> like sometimes Period. you really just need to cut it off whether that be a person your hair mm. anything that's wellness at pen gene <laughs> <laughs> would you like to sound off <laughs> good okay any more sound offs beautiful okay we're gonna move back into people we have Lindsay Lohan, but I would like to frame it as at present after she moved to Mykonos <laughs> and, start, and started trying to steal migrant children. <laughs> I said we already had Angelina Jolie, like we don't need another one. <laughs> okay, but I really want to go to her club in Mykonos. Like, I really want to go. It's I feel like Mykonos basic but to go to Lindsay Lohan's club in Mykonos kind of iconic mm. with that being said though maybe she does deserve some jail time for <laughs> <laughs> for that um, fake accent for, th for that <laughs> <laughs> that fake accent that video of her trying to steal children <laughs> and speaking Arabic um, in which where she basically just talks like nonsensically uh, to the camera <laughs> she's a little bit of a mess um, but Lindsay Lohan kind of relates to the first thing we talked about, which is crisis haircuts. Mm. Um, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe this is her crisis haircut. Like, when you have <laughs> money, you just, like, move away and steal kids and open a club. <laughs> is this maybe what Beyonce it. meant by upgrade you? Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone have thoughts on Miss Lindsay Lohan? No Lohanians? Okay. Ooh. We'll move on to everyone's favorite dirty bitch. Mumps. <laughs> I gotta think about what's about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> Same. I'm like, let me not get anyone. Let me let me not get any pre-meds upset out here. <laughs> um, I think Miss Mumps are a little overrated. And by overrated, I mean we're freaking out, guys. It's okay. Sure, people should be vaccinated, in my opinion. <laughs> comma. However, She's getting political. <laughs> but what if it We're kills the politics all the out? Kat Von D's about to be like, "Give me my eyeliner back." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just kind of isn't it just like the flu or something? Like you just kind of feel sick. Mm -hmm. and then, like, <laughs> inflamed <you're> like, testicles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, inflamed throat, inflamed testicles, whatever. Um, I think we're freaking out a little bit, right? But like, what if it's good because it kills all the anti-vaxxers? Have we, cons oh. have, we <laughs> have we considered that? And I thought I mentioned we're not cutting this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I said Thanos isn't the only one here for population control. <laughs> but I'm going to say underrated in one, one context alone, and that is as a party theme, because I saw a party that's happening at Temple after the whole thing is supposed to blow over at the end of April, themed around mumps, and I just think that's crazy, and we need more <laughs> epidemic-themed parties. <laughs> Incredible. What do you dress up as? You put a little face mask on? <laughs> what, like? Just add, like, engorged lymph nodes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> do we have sound-offs about mumps? 
Oh, yes. We have two sound offs. Navia, right after. Hi, I'm Heidi. I work here. Um, so I think that in the context of your reply, mumps are incredibly underrated because although we're healthy, well, most of us probably are um, healthy enough to only get inflamed lymphs. Um, children and the elderly are the ones who like actually die from having mumps. And mm. unvaccinated mm. children decrease herd immunity. Mm. So then everybody gets sick mm. and dies. I said college students are putting Philadelphia at risk. Something we already knew, to be honest. And I said my lack of medical knowledge, boom. <laughs> 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 That's it. Navia, do you have a sound off in the back? Oh, yes. Oh, sound off prizes will come later yes. at the end. So I have a serious thing to say and a non-serious thing to say. And the serious thing is that 100 cases is kind of alarming, mm. uh, or almost 100 cases. But then also, I learned in class today that there's like this fear, um, and it's like espoused by the public, but also by some scientists that there's a cyclical nature to pandemics, so we're due for another one. But there actually isn't a lot of like sound scientific evidence for this, so I think everyone can calm down a little bit. Um, and then the non-serious thing I have to say is that I saw this tweet that was like, <laughs> um, Temple students should intentionally try to contract mumps to get classes canceled, and I think that says a lot about people's <laughs> 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 priorities. This is like organizing for a snow day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeting at your school principal in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Next up we have the ladies who have taken the internet by storm. The twins in the we irritating meme. <laughs> we, we live. <laughs> 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 we recording. <laughs> Does everyone know who these two wonderful twins are? Okay, so it's basically just two girls. They're standing next to each other. They're covering their faces. And the caption is we irritating. It's since been co-opted by Twitter. Um, been made into a meme about ancient Mesopotamians irrigating <laughs> <laughs> and other things for some background. I'm going to say it's a little overrated at this point. Like, I was here for the Mesopotamia, but I'm not, I'm not, here, for, I'm not here for anything else, honestly. That's an attack on Nick Joyner's recent <laughs> tweet. <laughs> Last night, an iconic We Mumpy tweet. <laughs> Go follow. <laughs> all, all, I'm, all I'm saying is, like, it doesn't have the cachet that, like, Rebecca Moore has. Like, I, I'm like, there's I mean, no lasting power. She's there's limitless. no lasting power. The cock destroy us. The cock destroy <laughs> us. I, I think they're underrated. I love the We Irritating meme. And I think that it doesn't, it doesn't have the range to go mainstream. But I think that's why it's so underrated. Because it literally makes no sense. Um, in the same way that I'm Baby kind of makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> But they're my favorite memes. Thoughts on the wee irritating girls? Any locals? <laughs> <laughs> I personally think that the wee irritating meme is underrated because it serves as a medium for rising artists for whom graphic design is their passion <laughs> to try out new things. Like, if you're familiar with Phil, Gucci Phil Flops on Twitter, he came out with We Spiraling yesterday, and I love it. Mm. <laughs> that meme was basically that I'm just kind of like twisted like this, and then We Spiraling. Sage, yes. 
I also think it's underrated because I saw Nick's mumph and we irritating collab tweet before I got the university email about mumph. So mm. <laughs> for that, my life is in your hands and in the meme's hands. So underrated for it's sure. It's all about awareness. Yeah. That's what this meme is about. <laughs> and that's the second time someone from Bottoms on Top broke news before the DP. <laughs> 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 the second time. One time Kelly Ryder's house flooded and you heard it here only. Only. Only here. The DP did not. And Sam tipped them, right, Sam? Yes. <laughs> DP. We're coming for DP news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up we have a very controversial campus figure. Um, this is the lady with the clipboard and Mollus reading room who kicks you out if you have an open container. <laughs> 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 what are our thoughts? She's basically the meter maid of Van Pelt. <laughs> I'm getting very prom monitor vibes from her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe she should just have a ruler next time and be like, <laughs> the distance between you and the door, <laughs> you and your open container. I think she's a little underrated. Mm. There's so many spaces on campus where we shouldn't have open containers. Probably this table right here. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> I think she's kind of underrated. She kind of snapped. Like, could you imagine them telling you that that's your job? Like, you are going to tell people to close the container every day. It's kind of, kind of crazy. She's underrated. We should appreciate her. Underrated, underappreciated. I'm here for our meter maids. Mm. Yeah, she, she should get a smart car, like little meter. <laughs> she basically makes you just chug a nice coffee on the spot. She's like, dr she's like, go outside and drink it right now or throw it away. <laughs> she's really looking out. Do we have any Moellis lovers in here? Ooh, taste did not jump Yikes. out. <laughs> <laughs> Where do y'all study? Yikes. <laughs> okay. How many? How much more do we have time for? Oh, we have, we have time. Oh, we have time. Okay, we'll go through the whole thing. Next up, we have the sent from my iPhone mobile signature on an email. Go for his precaution. I hate that bitch. Um, <laughs> I, to all the tech bros out there, just prison. Like, <laughs> like, I hate this. I hate this so much. And tenured professors, too. And tenured <laughs> professors. <laughs> so wait, I feel like this was cool. At, like, so, I, so like my aunt had like the first iPhone, and she would like email me stuff, and it would be like sent from my iPhone. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. She's an iPhone. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, tell me something. Like, find a new personality. Like, <laughs> this, isn't, <laughs> this isn't good. Um, we but went I from do. classes to just straight up overrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like it went from like sent from my iPhone to AirPods to now wireless charging your device everywhere you go, um, with the new AirPods wireless charging case. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely overrated. It's kind of like a flex. I'm kind of like I'm on the go. Sorry, I'm responding to your email. I'm like doing things. I'm adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll get back to you. Thoughts on the sent from my iPhone signature? Oh, yes. So I have a love-hate relationship with it because when I want to be annoying and petty to, like, a professor or my boss, I love just leaving it in there on purpose to say, like, I don't care about this or you. But when other authority figures use it with me, I'm like, I hate you and you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like she can say a lot with, like, so few words, but at the same time... Mm. It's okay for me, but not for anyone else. <laughs> I want exclusive rights. Yes. 
I want a communications paper on the difference between sent from my iPad and sent from my iPhone mm. signature, please. <laughs> the class. Alexi. <laughs> um, I like it better than like the five line signatures that other people have with their two degrees, their concentration, their <laughs> RA position, <laughs> class of like 2020. Sent from my iPhone gets to the point. <laughs> yeah. I like that. There's someone in Philo, uh, which Nick and I are in, and like, they always end their emails with sent from my hand computer, and I just think that's disgusting. <laughs> and they're also the worst emails. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Next we have controversy. Sean Mendez. Just that, just that. Lost in I'm not going to confine it. Not about music, person. Just him as a person. Everything he's done and touched Overrated, in this world. Overrated, queer bait, jail bait, period. <laughs> jail. <laughs> I'm gonna say overrated um, with a heavy heart but <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's heavy? I, I do love Sean Mendes but I'm gonna say overrated he's just like he's just Sean Mendes it's okay it's okay we don't have to go crazy let's like stand someone who's actually cool let's do that mm. Mm. I bet y'all have thoughts on Sean Mendes I've seen y'all seen some of y'all tweet about him <laughs> Should I go check who liked his Calvin Klein image on Instagram? <laughs> Maybe I'll have some thoughts. Came up on the popular tweets. Y'all say overrated, but I know you were zooming into that bulge during the Calvin Klein ad. So it's like, <laughs> ooh, really? <laughs> I, I think it was a chicken cutlet. I don't. I, <laughs> I am not convinced that he's packing. <laughs> Chef special. <laughs> yeah, let the records reflect that. Me like the Wendy's buttermilk fried chicken. <laughs> Houston chicken strip. <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. We have Miss Puff. Karen, <laughs> <laughs> did you have a thought? Karen, would you like to start this? Miss <laughs> um, Puff, uh, kind of sexy. That's all I have to say. She's kind of thick. <laughs> and then when she gets even thicker when she's scared, period. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who doesn't get thicker when they're scared? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Puff is so underrated. A little, like, homophobic, though, because she won't give SpongeBob his license. <laughs> <laughs> And SpongeBob is gay. Because <laughs> SpongeBob, SpongeBob is, gay. is gay and he can't drive. Like J.K. Rowling <laughs> told us. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Puff is a little homophobic. Whether Sponge, however, SpongeBob identifies on the spectrum, mm. if on the spectrum at all. I just think that, like, I didn't deserve my license, <laughs> and they gave it to me anyway. So Mrs. Puff should really be a little bit of an ally and tell all of us that you can drive, even if you're gay. And can't drive. Wow. <laughs> That's empowering. Empowering <laughs> message, yes. Honestly, she's stricter stricter than like the North Carolina Department of Tra Transportation, which gave me a license. So mixed thoughts. Mixed thoughts. Do we have sound offs on Miss Puff? Navia. I would just like to say that I relate to what you're saying as another gay who can't drive but has a license. It's probably <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> It's a real thing. A gay who can't drive with a license. <laughs> Do any of you Close. identify as gays who can drive with a license? No. 
I literally knocked over an entire lamppost. Let the record show. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that that was no one. <laughs> no one. The Crickets. scratch on my car from the brick on my house that I hit. <laughs> <laughs> Me like backing out of a zip car parking lot in Philadelphia and almost hitting two taxis on the way out. Oh, taxi accident? Literally me almost killing a car full of queers on the way to Ivy Q. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the queerest accident I've been in, which I hate that I can say that, (laughs) but um, (laughs) the queerest one I've been in was um, I was with another friend and we were driving and I was... I wasn't entirely distracted by my phone, but I was trying to change the song, mm. which, um, don't text and drive kids, don't do that. But I just got into a little fender bender. The song playing was Money Honey by Lady Gaga, and I wanted, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to switch to the fame. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into a fender bender with this really old, like, like he had like a Trump sticker, like white dude, and it was uh, a lot. Um, I opened the door and all you hear is like, that's M-O-N-E-Y, so sexy. <laughs> 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 and he's like, why'd you hit my car? And I'm like, I'm I'm baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was direct action. You saw the Trump sticker and you said, floor it. Vroom, <laughs> <laughs> vroom. <laughs> Wait, ride. speaking of, the most homophobic accident that I've been in is me literally pulling up into a Chick-fil-A parking lot. Don't at me. <laughs> in high school. I literally ate there last week. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like trying to get my meal from the window, but I realize like my credit card is in the back seat. So I do a whole ass turn and I literally just like take the meal out of the server's hands and it just goes all over my windshield. <gasps> I said, oh, it's a sign. <laughs> wow. That's really upsetting. We have a spectrum of accidents at this table. That's worse than the insurance claim I had after that. <laughs> That's like and on that note, we'll switch gears. Okay, this is just the term fag hag. The term, the terminology. Not, not an allied friend. Yes. Not, not the person. Whew. I think it's... I know a few self-identified fag hags. Which I do stand the use of that term if you're gonna self-identify, but otherwise just be like you're a friend, my a friend. lot of gay friends, <laughs> my friend. You're like my friend. You know, it's good. Like just say that we went to prom together in high school, so people. <laughs> <laughs> my beard. <laughs> I said like fag hag is not an achievement on Nintendo. Like you can't just collect me, and that's all I have to say. Period. No action figures here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do we have any sound offs of the term fag hack? A little contentious. Ooh. I was introduced to a new term the other day, which is fruit fly. I don't know how I, I like feel that. About oh, that. I like that. <laughs> oh, I like that. That was, I don't know if you guys have, li- how long you've been listening to Bottoms on Top, but two seasons ago, John Holmes and I coined the term, es- um, in sp- instead of Eskimo sisters, we said come cousins. Mm. <laughs> Would it be the first time we try and change the. Vernacular. That's power. Okay. We have we're up with another artist now. We have Princess Nokia. Okay. Her first album, one of my favorite rap albums of all time. Chef's Kiss. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like after that, I guess, you know, she deserves to make music for her. And so I'm like if <laughs> if this goth shit is what you need to do, honey, you do it, but I'm waiting for the next, like, one for me. <laughs> a Girl Cried Red. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh child. But there's another one now, too. No, that's, it's a re-release. Metallic oh, Butterfly yes. is her first, yes. first thing, which yes. tells you the downward trajectory. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. 
uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's th- those second two projects were really not it. I'm mm-hmm. excited for her to get back into like rapping yes. and hopefully <laughs> that Instagram live video of her um, hearing Seven Rings and then comparing <laughs> it to her song and then the follow-up where other people were like, that's funny because you stole our song. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the wrong tree to climb up mm. and that shit got chopped. <laughs> she fell. But I do like her. Although sometimes she's a little extra, but who is it? Yeah. Do we you have, have any Nokia stands out there? She's a self-identified bruja. Like, I have a lot of respect. Respect. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on to another female artist. Bad Baby, <laughs> who just turned 16, I think, two days ago. <laughs> so we have Bad Baby, then Mariah, then Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Someone texted me yesterday, I'm Bad Baby, and I'm like, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Baby, it's a no from me. Um no for me i i don't like her i don't i don't like it yeah same <laughs> like do we have any bad baby stands in the audience <laughs> oh <laughs> not a stand but okay a not a stand and i don't really like her as a concept but there is this hilarious picture of like her and kim kardashian going around in some like media twitter account like posted like I think about this picture like all the time and then she retweeted and she was like I don't and I'll respect her for that <laughs> I will respect her because she is a whole 16 years old and is like I do not give a fuck about Kim Kardashian <laughs> honestly kind of me neither so <laughs> she's kind of an internet troll I'll mm-hmm. give her that mm-hmm. she wins that round <laughs> okay we're moving to our last one um, I hope you're familiar with this pen legend it's that big hawk that lives down near College Green <laughs> and kills all the squirrels in, pl- in plain sight and just drops them around. I walked to class one day. She was disemboweling one. Um, what do we think of her? <laughs> Queer icon. I wish I could fly like her, period. <laughs> <laughs> fly like a bird. <laughs> I love the hawk. I think it's a good addition to campus. We need some mm. natural selection going on. <laughs> and squirrels may be able to scare me on Locust by jumping out of the trash can when I'm trying to throw something <laughs> in there, but they won't scare the hawk, so snaps. Any hawk fans? <laughs> Any anti-fans? Ooh. Anyone hate birds of prey? Don't like raptors? No? Okay. Well, Nick, thanks for inviting us to your corner. Let's get a round of applause for Nick. Thank Woo. you for having me. Of course. Well, well, that was fun. Our visit to the corner. <laughs> Our visit to the corner. You guys got the full corner. We usually cut the corner up. Yeah, yeah. Like in half. Isn't it crazy <laughs> to be just unedited? Uncut right here. Bottoms on top. <laughs> Everything I say, y'all can take it home with you. So. So, <laughs> so what now? <laughs> so I know we said 12 to 1. It's almost 1. So if anyone needs to leave, feel please feel free to. But I think Prakash and I will have some... Final signing off thoughts? Yes. Oh, I can tell them about my drag persona. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Mm -hmm. If y'all are interested. Um, I finally decided that I am, in fact, going to do the drag show. And yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I even bought a wig on Amazon for $12. It is so busted. Like, (laughs) it needs so much work. It's supposed to have bangs, but the bangs are literally just like... They don't exist. <laughs> they just don't exist. 
Um, but my drag persona is Onika Maharaj, if that sounds familiar. It is the real name of Miss Nicki Minaj. But I'm basically going to be doing a like Desi remix of like a Nicki Minaj song as I I in drag as like a kind of like Desi Nicki Minaj look. So you have that to look forward to. I'm so excited for your performance, Prakash. Yes, and I hope you all dancing, come. Like yes, I have yeah. I have a little choreo. Like I've been I've been sipping on it, you know, like <laughs> it's gonna be a full fledged performance. Yes. If y'all aren't there, finger guns. <laughs> we also have another event to promote tomorrow is Pride Shabbat, hosted by a um, good friend of the podcast, Adiel. Mm. And he will be there in drag as well. So it's literally free dinner and Adiel in drag. And I don't know what else we need to tell you <laughs> to make you. There's come. nothing else to say. That's it. Well, yeah. that's all we planned for today. Yes. Thank you all for coming to our live recording. It means so much to us. I really hope y'all had fun watching us just sound off on the mic. Yes, if you want yes. a prize, like come up and get something. We can yeah. distribute that after. Yeah. <laughs> and well, huge thanks to like the Kelly Writers House for hosting us. Um, for yes. everyone, Nick Seymour, especially, who has been such a big help on the podcast since like forever and Zach as well who handles all our logistics and emails me friend and I email him frantically about twice a week so thank you for dealing with that and of course to our podcast editor Sam Mitchell for being the absolute best thank you see you next time <laughs> thank you for listening to bottoms on top with myself Andreas Pablo and me Pash Mishra we'd like to thank our podcast producer Sam Mitchell and our editor and creative Whatever consultant, Sammy Gordon. The Wexler Studio in the Kelly Writers House. Julia Score for creating the cover art. And Andrew Ellis, who made our theme song. You can find him on SoundCloud as Dummy Fresh. Whatever Love y'all. See you next time. <laughs>